Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day, you've downloaded the podcast. It's Friday and you know what Friday's all about? It's all about enjoying. Here. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's a Friday, so it's time to look back at the whole week. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, there's $100,000 up for grabs with Trivia Turf War. Trivia Turf War. You better give me that money. Well done. Yeah, baby, Not so. And this week, one of the questions caught us by surprise. Suncorp Stadium was built over a cemetery. No Yes, no sign. True. That is true. Was that a guess or you knew that? Yeah, everyone knows that from the north side. Do they dig all the bodies up and move them somewhere? No, they just left them there. You don't know, do you? They just concrete straight over the top. Is that how it works? Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I never knew that it was why it's haunted. I know the Broncos yeah. died last season. Hey, but hey. So wait, you're telling me that it should be called Sun Corpse Stadium? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I learnt that, yes, there's still dead people under there. Dr Michelle Langley from the Griffith University. When the stadium was first built, consulting archaeologists were contrasted to remove any bodies that were under the pylons that need to be driven deep into the ground. Ah. Anything left um, that wasn't going to be disturbed by the structure is still there. So if we went to the middle of the field and dug a big old hole, would we dig up somebody? I learnt... Yes. But you'd have coloration of the soil where the coffin outline would have been, buttons, um, metal parts of clothing, jewellery, and teeth tend to survive the longest. So it's bits and pieces. It's a miracle! Oh, yeah! This absolutely blew our minds. I mean, it's amazing to think that Paul Gallen's dead soul is inside Suncorp Stadium, but then there's a whole heap of others mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they're like, oh, damn, I'm a New South Wales supporter. Oh, Not again. Not Eight again. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to go now, don't you? Oh, I do. Buy tickets for the first Broncos game. Well, well if, you, if you're their family, you should. They're surely. turning over in their grave. <laughs> Dying to get in. <laughs> Husey, we have a problem. He's back on Monday night, so we've been catching up with the man a bit lately. Yeah, great to be had by you legends. And I learned that Husey's a bad, bad boy. He's been to jail. Bad boys, bad boys. What's he gonna do? When I used to drink, I'd wake up sometimes in jail. I'd wake up and go, how do I get here? And generally, I wasn't a violent drunk, guys, but I used to fall asleep on the road and stuff. Oh, and so, right. um, so going to jail was the way to keep me safe. I remember once that I woke up and uh, walked in the lounge room and I thought, oh, hang on, I can't remember pretty much everything that happened last night. And my mum said, you've had your moment. And I said, what are you talking about? She handed me an arrest sheet. <laughs> so I got home without wow. even remembering. That's wow. a good blackout, isn't it? You know, yes. We now know and why then, you're a non-drinker ever since. That, that a week later, a taxi pulled me over. Like, he, he cut me off when I was driving and said, you remember me? And I said, no, mate. He said, I picked you up out of the from the police cells and, and I drove you home and you said you were going to go inside to get me some money and you never came back out. Oh, oh wow. Uh, so Did I you end up paying him back then? Absolutely. He had me cornered. <laughs> <laughs> I also learned he loves a good Twitter war with a politician. Are you still it's... tweeting, Dan Andrews? I, oh, God, I that? think, guys, we're back in lockdown. One national quarantine, so we don't have any lockdowns in any capital cities anywhere in Australia. 
Jeez, with all that passion, could we see Husey in politics? I'd vote for you. I would vote Thank for you. you. <laughs> would you do politics? I could, I could see you oh, after yeah. after comedy going oh, into I... politics. It's just not enough money in it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but you can control big money. You back it. Well, that's, that's right. Different. You're right. Maddie says a small amount of corruption. <laughs> <laughs> you turned me around. <laughs> Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. For anyone who's ever lived in a share house, you would have experienced this Dear Abby story at some point. Her flatmate's boyfriend is staying over the house all the time. She thought they had an agreement that if you pay, stay more than three nights, you've got to start paying for bills. Fair's fair. Yeah, plus Fair she's the only one getting anything out of it. And that's yeah, exactly that's it. Let's be honest. Flatmates either love them or hate them. They can be very hard work. Housemates from hell. <laughs> we had a flatmate. He used to say, I'm not paying for toilet paper. Mm. And we used to say, why? And he goes, because I do number twos at work. And no, we're like, he can't so do that. then you're bringing girls over. We opened up the phones to find out the best way to tackle this issue. And I learnt... There's quite a simple solution. My son is living in a share house with five other blokes mm-hmm. and the rule straight off the bat, per night it's $5 for water, $5 electricity and that actually puts all the men off, all the boys off. They don't want to pay all the extra because it's their responsibility. I love that they're looking at a potential girl and going, she's not worth $5 a night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that can work, $5 a night. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, when someone gets the ensuite, so they pay an extra for five yeah. or ten bucks a week can they get the ensuite? Imagine though if you're picking up the lady, the, the girl, and you're like, look, I'm sorry, but I'm just not sure if you're worth the $5. <laughs> or you like, just you stop at a survey. Do you just mean if I get just $5 <laughs> out? Is that right? <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can learn a whole lot more too. Just search the Stab Abby and Matt podcast on our brand new listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Australia's government is slamming Facebook. Restrict Australians from news content. Block users in the country from all news content on its platform. Mm, people were not happy yesterday because uh, Facebook threatened to do this. Um, the laws changed mm. and the government's kind of like, well, you have to pay. Um, for it if you're going to use all the news sites. Yeah. It's more like a lot of uh, news was covered on Facebook, a lot of journalists weren't getting paid for it, and it was free content, mm. as opposed to, I guess, going to the different news websites. With and the having subscription. To start- yeah. Mm. But the, um, the mm. Facebook... The yes, Facebook. ...was making money out of it. So essentially, it would... It's if what- you make money, you got to pay for it, is what the government yeah. was saying. They're saying yeah. they're essentially taking a newspaper from a news agency, mm. taking photos, putting it on Facebook, and they're making money. Mm. It's a great idea. Which is what you do when you're at the supermarket and you read the magazine magazine while you're in the lineup. Oh, now yeah. they're also efficient. You don't have that long wait. That's the whole so reason read it all. they bought in the self-serve. Oh, no. just so so I don't want the self-serve. The I'm going to stand here. No one's serving you. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, but we just want to know, We, I guess a lot of people are outraged by it. And then other people are like, well, nah. Mm. And we were just thinking about what you actually use Facebook for. 13, 10, 60, because I can understand the people that were using it for like different charities mm. and their sites were taken down. The only thing I generally use it for is to work out people's names. That's what I do at events. Like, if they're coming close to me, I'll go, oh, wait a minute, what's their name? I'm in a new touch footy team, and we're in a uh, chat group. So for about five minutes before I get out of the car, Mm -hmm. I just flick through, and I study everyone in the chat group to check that I remember everyone's name. So where did you get your news from? Did either of you use Facebook for your news? No, Maddie over there pays for me to subscribe to the Courier Mail. Mm. So I never have to go to any of the Facebook because I've got... Mr. Moneybags paying for me. 
Oh, well, babe, I'm happy to shout you five bucks a month. It's the so kind of it that's the kind of baller I am. Sometimes I get annoyed when he changes his login. I'm like, bro, Dude. <laughs> can you do See, it? I actually unfollowed all of the news sites probably about four months ago mm. on Facebook because I was so sick of opening up Facebook and being made to feel depressed because mm. the news is just so sad at the moment. He hasn't heard about the zombie outbreak yet. Yeah, no, and I'm blissfully, blissfully about ignorant. to have my head eaten. Blissfully ignorant. And then we come in and go, what happened yesterday? And you're like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I hopped on. I, I'm not on Facebook you uh, anymore. You only use it to publicise your car. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but I hopped on yesterday to see what all the fuss was about. My feed specifically didn't really change. I don't use it for news. I, I, I have a, really a lot of um, people that I kind of don't have the numbers, but I have their Facebook friends, so we look at all the kids' photos. Mm. So there's a lot of different kids sharing. And a lot of advertisements for me, which I'm fine with. Like, you know, this oil will clear up a scar in three days. I bet you it doesn't. Better find out how. <laughs> I also do enjoy it. And we were talking about this to uh, find out people's birthdays. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like you go on and everyone's written, happy birthday, happy mm. birthday. Though it is fun if someone leaves their Facebook open to change their birthday on their Facebook page so they all get That's birthday a good one. messages. That is a good one. Mm. Yeah. The day before. Yeah. Um, but 131060, we'd love to hear from you. Does, like, it may not have even changed your life, no. the fact that you're not getting news on Facebook anymore. Mm. Like, are you one of those people? Like, are you... Are you, are you still... like, what is the fuss? Yeah. yeah, like, what? Are, what is in your Facebook and what are you using it for at the moment? Um, marketplace. That's all you. It's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry in Ormiston, how do you use Facebook? Um, I We use it for our business and we've got about 7,000 followers that uh, follow us and it's a, a, a particular niche where we men- Australian manufacture dancewear and uh, activewear mm-hmm. and we're finding that every time and they just want more money and more money and more money once upon a time uh, we would put um, bit, bit promotional videos, promotional uh, photos on there and it would get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reach, mm. thousands, up to like 120,000 people would view it. Um, now we can boost a post for $100 and we get three people that oh, view it. Wow. Yeah. You forget, I mean, because ridiculous. it was free for so long and people would use yep. it, you forget yep. that it is a business. Yep. It's it's it, but even though we've got the followers, uh, we've just basically got out a lot of like all of our dance schools and clients that we do all their uniforms for. They're always like it, it helps if everyone likes it and shares it, mm. so you get free reach. But now they're not even giving you the reach when you pay for the reach. Right? They're, it's it, they're squashing everything and the words. You're not allowed to use certain words when you're typing. Um, for promoting, say, a new pair of leggings or a new range that's coming out, um, they squash it. They just it mm. just gets nothing, and because you can see the demographics, and it's just they just want more money from you yeah, all the time, and they send you messages. Us. Give us more money, basically, for more reach. Yeah. They have right. um, reinstated uh, the safety pages. Remember, they were taking down like any of the, the fire safety warnings or the, the health bomb. pages. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. I don't know about the bomb. I guess they are, but they are saying they are re- reinstating those pages. Yeah. It well, is... the best thing you can do is to actually do a small video and actually say the words in the video instead of actually typing ah. the words. Because oh. if you say copy and paste or something like that, they they just stop it. Yeah. Right. So right. you can't even run a competition because you run lots of competitions on our page as well, giveaways, mm-hmm. and they stop that as well. It's, yeah. it's just a joke. When they see you do it, doing something good, they do cut you off at the knees to keep the money coming in. That is, yep. and look, you get that they're a business; they've got to make money. They're a struggling company. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, but my brother, yeah, yeah, sorry, go on. No, you. Um, 
Oh, my brother, my twin brother, he lives in America and he has a business. He spends $40,000 a week sometimes on ads mm. with Facebook. Wow. Just so you know, if you advertise on radio, we'll, we'll let you play anytime. We'll get you on there. Yeah. We, don't, we don't select the number of people that you get to. We'll try and get it to everyone. That's true. I wonder how the conversation went, because um, Freudenberg had a 30-minute conversation with Mark Zuckerberg yesterday. Freudenberg and Freudenberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. You Freudenberg mean, you mean and Zuckerberg. Fre- yeah. Yeah. Freudenberg. Sounds like two people walk into a bar. You mean Freudenberg? Freudenberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so. said Freudenberg. I was like... Freudenberg. Freudenberg, the treasurer. Freudenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with Zuckerberg. Yeah. What do they talk about? Bergs. Oh, just life. Yep. <laughs> what, what conclusion did they well, come to? Well, he was to? sort of saying, look, we want you to remain in Australia, but we, you know, you also need to pay for content. So they, that's what they were sort of putting for, forward, but I don't really know how it ended. They're like, we still want you to be here. Then a past uh, Facebook employee was saying, delete your app, you know, to, to show that you're not going to do it. Because imagine if it was like China doing that, we would have had a big backlash, you know? Mm. So you need to remember that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you reckon, I don't reckon there would be a boycott would work because not everyone would do it. Like, everyone would say they were going to do it but still be on there. Do you want to start it? I'll do it. Start a boycott. <laughs> now, I do not need to take on Facebook because they've got a lot of information on me. About, about you. That, that I don't need them It'll be interesting to see with. if they come around. You reckon? It's time, to, time to split a slab of 4X between them, I think, and become mates. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. An act of family violence has left three young children dead and a mother after a horrific car fire. 31-year-old Hannah Clark and her three children were ambushed by her estranged husband, Rowan Baxter. No one could believe that something as tragic as that happened. It's been a year since Hannah lost her lives. She was murdered along with her children, Aaliyah 6, Leana 4 and Trey 3. Her parents join us in the studio now, Lloyd and Sue. How are you guys coping at the moment? Oh, a bit sad this morning, actually, because you know how Facebook has your memories come up. Yeah. Today was, a, we all went to SeaWorld today, mm. the whole family, our son and his boys and that too, and it was such a good day. Mm. And as a mum, nothing I like more is family all together. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, when that memory came up, I was like, oh, if only we knew. So each day, I guess, must be different. Some days you probably have good days and some days you have bad days. Yeah, it's so true. It's just the little things. You know, something will pop up, Facebook or whatever. Mm. Um, that does my head in a bit. I'm glad that they're there, especially the r- little recordings we found. Um, when we finally got Hannah's phone back from the police, um, we started going through it. And there was little messages there, videos that Layana and Aaliyah had done. Mm. And they never got sent. They were just... In there, there's a little time capsule, and we opened them up and looked at them. Uh, It was sad, but it was wonderful because Mm. there's these wonderful messages. Hi, Nini. Hi, Papa. Mm. Yeah, love you. And a little Leah used to hide under the bed and do a little secret messages, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and then run down the hall because Leah was coming, you know. You know, she's talking to the third person. Um, Yeah, but very special they are. It was. I guess what's... um so tragic about this story and, and I can't imagine what it must have been like for you on the day um, losing a daughter and all those grandchildren and I think the, the pouring of hearts out to to you from Brisbane and all of Australia mm. was amazing um, if you wouldn't mind me asking what was it like um, the day you, you found out? It was surreal um, 
we'd because I worked just up the road, we'd heard all the sirens. Oh, yeah. And we were sitting there like, wow, wonder what's going on today, a lot of sirens. And then I went in for morning tea at um, 10 o'clock and one of the young dentists was flicking through Facebook and she stopped and she said to me, three kids have been burnt to death in a car at Camp Hill. Mm. And I felt sick. And I was like, no, no, the girls, they'd be at school now. Mm. So I rang Hannah, no answer. And I thought, oh, well, she'd be in the middle of a gym class, so that's okay. I sent her a message. And then uh, the young dentist flicked through again Facebook, and she goes, oh, it was Raven Street. And then I just knew. You knew. I knew straight away, and as I looked up, two police detectives walked in. So that confirmed it before they said anything. So it was pretty horrific. Because Hannah was staying with you guys. Yep. Because that's when she, I guess, admitted to you guys that there were some problems. And I know that you have spoken about it, that for her, she didn't know if it was domestic or violence mm. because he hadn't physically abused her, but there was a lot of control issues yes. sexually, financially, in every aspect, I guess, of her life. Mm-hmm. Well, he was so controlling that our aim now with Small Steps for Hannah is to help educate the community because we knew nothing about this. Um, what's coercive control? Mm. And then we started learning back on, well, oh, okay, this is the problem. Yeah. The general community just doesn't know yeah. this repeat behaviour of abuse. Mm. Honestly, I admire you guys so much because your grief has been channelled into making changes for families no matter how hard you find it. And I think that's something that was instilled in, I guess, Hannah in her fi- final moments, the instructions that she gave to the people that pulled her out of the car. Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess, was to, f- to fight for justice. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. She didn't know he had he was dead at that stage, so she wanted to make sure he was going to pay. Yeah, right. And I guess that's setting up small steps for Hannah has been to, to, to educate people, to make the changes. It's sort of like a twofold thing. We want to try and educate people, uh, help out the community and also uh, fundraise. Um, so we're a non-for-profit organisation that once we make some decent sort of money. We want to then channel that into other DV uh, organisations mm-hmm. who are helping survivors of DV. Our main goal is coercive control. Mm-hmm. We want to see that legislated. Do you think you will, um, this might be something part of the foundation, you'll start to go into schools and things like that and, and hold talks? Because I, I know as a father of boys, I would love to see you up speaking to teenage boys mm. and educating them as early as possible to understand what could happen if they make yep. the wrong choices. Funny you should say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we did a pilot last year. Yeah. Um, my friend Carolyn Robinson and I, she That's runs um, Beyond DV, <laughs> and we did a mother-daughter talk last year just as a pilot to see how it would go. Yeah. This year we're wanting to get into schools and do a lot more mother-daughter talks and also we want to do a few father and son talks mm, as well. Yeah, great. Because there was something that one of Hannah's best friends said at her memorial, which always stayed with me, is that like her little boys become angry men. Mm, yep. Do you know? Yes. Yep. And they, they weren't born with that. Oh, no. But it's that, that education and that taking care of, you know, that men aren't evil. There are people that have hurt, I guess, and, you mm. know... Uh, terribleness in their heart that commit those crimes. Mm-hmm. One of our main aims is to make sure that uh, all relationships are good relationships. Mm. 
Because what happens is once they get that control, it then makes it hard for that person to get away. Because there's a lot of humiliation that comes with it. Mm -hmm. And that was a problem with Hannah. Well, um, smallstepsforhannah.com.au, that is the website. We'll put all the links up on our social media. Yeah, we want to support you guys. Um, Mm. We cannot thank you enough for coming in and spending the morning with us this morning. We really appreciate it. We know it would be very hard to speak of. You can tell the minute you both walked into the room, you could feel a very special energy, I think. Oh, thank you. Between you and and I. And I think from what's happened there's going to be lives saved and I think that's what's going to be amazing about this charity. I hope so. And also, can we announce that the beautiful Abby is going to be one of our ambassadors for Small Steps? Yes, we can. Yes, <laughs> there and we go. And also Petro. Seven a Seva. Seven I'm the one going to be doing all the MC work, so I said I need to practice that. Oh, but no, 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 being in the Camp Hill um, community, I'm so amazed at what you guys are doing, so it's an honour to be a part of it and help out wherever we can and also as a station as well because yeah. it's a, a worthwhile charity. And Thank you <laughs> so much. You're so welcome. And if anyone would like to donate to the charity you've set up, smallstepsforhannah.com.au, you can also check out your Instagram page. Sue and Lloyd Clark, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank, and thank you. Thank you, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Is it a guy thing that you come up with inventions? Well, we my, are my very hubby's... smart <laughs> and inventive. My hubby does it all the time. He's like, I've got an invention. Mm. And he's been doing it for years and he'll pitch it to me. And sometimes I'm like, okay. Well, we're problem not... solvers. We see a problem, we think, what would fix that? Mm. Yeah. You mm. know? Whereas women just want to complain to us about it <laughs> and then say, don't fix it. And go, well, I'll forget my invention then. Hubby pitches them all the time, like I said. And sometimes they're a bit bollocks. Now, he came out and he'd been putting the kids to bed and he came out. And he's like, I've got this invention. And it's I called was... Rehypnol. It's already done, Scotty. Nothing, <laughs> there's nothing that will to... make him go to sleep easier. Rehypnol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was, I was like, oh, I, I don't really know if this is going to work. And he drew a diagram. Oh, even. He and he his reasons it. for yeah. it. And I went, hun, yeah. this is brilliant. Oh. It's actually a really good idea. And it's for all the tradies. Do you want to say what it is, Scotty? Yes. Good morning. How are we? Good, Scotty. What have you good invented? Invention. Pretty much nothing really, Stan. It's um, good sell. You know, I invented this sort of like vest that's uh, it's got magnets in it. And mm-hmm. Everything sticks to it. So he's got a backpack on the line, and she's like, "Boom, it's ready to be made." I'm like, "Boom, there goes my invention." Oh, <laughs> it's not bad. We can branch done. off. Terrible. Well, he's got hip problems from the tool belt. Mm. You know how you get it from the tool belt. Yeah. You've got the same back problem. So he's like, rather than carrying his nail bag and his hammer, he has a magnetic vest as a tradie. Right. And you stick all the tools on the front of them. Right. And they just and then it's probably easier to then get to rip it off and you do and then it's got no hip problems and you're holding it in your torso so it's your core as opposed to your hip and you don't have to lean around. You just got all the, the screws and everything on your magnetic ah, vest. And no. I was like, this is brilliant, hun. This is really good. But it's already done. It's already done. The magnetic tool vest <laughs> Do you think oh, the police yeah. could do the same thing where they just stick their gun to their vest with magnets? Like just, they like, could. Yeah, they could. I wonder if they, they do. do. I just Googled it. Really clever <laughs> idea, though, Scotty. Can you do a different version of it? Always behind. How do you... Yeah, but let's be honest. Like, don't rule this out. <laughs> shoes, right? What? How many different shoes are there in the world? There's Nike, there's Adidas, mm. there's Asics, there's high heels, there's flats, there's everything... 
Like, what you just need to make the same thing, but make it slightly different. Exactly, and that's where we're going. We need investors. Mm. So, guys, you loved the idea? Nah. The Scotty belt. Well, that's the other thing. You just be oh. the face of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you could nah, do it. He nah, wants to do it for nah. fishing as well. If we go fishing, you just put your rod on it. Oh, I think you might have an issue there. Uh, fishing rods are made of graphite, aren't they? They're not. Mm. They wouldn't be magnetic. Honey, we talked about this the other night. We've got to keep this on PL because... Someone's going to get on there and paint it, and then we're screwed. There's already one existing. Yeah, but yeah, well, I've got ideas, mate. <laughs> I've got some ideas and a mate at the moment. You know what I thought I had invented once, Scotty, was um, like, you know, internet cafes, right? How they were all the rage. And yeah. then yeah. mobile phones came in, the iPhone came in. I was like, we should do power things where you go and power up your phones. And I was like, I am going to make squillions of dollars. Mm. And then I caught a flight like two days later and there was like 80,000 of them in Sydney <laughs> Airport. And I was like, oh, bloody hell. Because people just pay two bucks just to get some juice, mm. you know? Oh, he had diagrams and everything. He was really ready to go with this. And I was like, how do I break it to him that it's on the internet? So I left it for a couple of a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, a couple of hours and, yeah, waste of time that was. Well, you're just doing too many diagrams. I felt bad. I was, like, really excited that he had a little hobby oh, here. Yeah. You were probably wondering what they were anyway because I can't draw for, <laughs> for nothing. Don't give up, though, Scotty. No, I mean, that's just one. You've got plenty more in you. Yeah. What other problems do you have yeah. in your life that you need okay. to get I mean, solutions for? Yeah. Well, what about when you're um, landscapers and uh, especially lawnmowers? They've got those um, sock covers. Yep. Right, you put them over your socks, but attach those to your socks, right? So they're a combo. There's one sock <laughs> with the covers on them. What is, it, what is he talking about? So you, because your socks get like really filthy and everything like that, you put like covers over them that uh-huh. cover the and protect the top of your boot. Is that the same way as when you're riding a bike and you want, don't want to get the chain? Kind no. of. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. They're flares. They're like flare socks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, look, the best idea was a bit better than that, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) good on you, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box is worth 10 grand Monday, the 22nd of Feb. Your answers to play. Happy and hoops are two of the answers. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. My name is Amy Shaw. First time we've spoken to her this year, and it's great to have her on because she's got a new single coming out uh, today. We're going to play it in just a second. Love Songs Ain't For Us. It's with Keith Urban, Amy Shark. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? We're good. You're playing with all the cooler people as well. I've been singing with Keith Urban, and I believe Ed Sheeran wrote this song? Uh, I wrote it with Ed, yep. It's such a beautiful song, and we were listening to it, and it's um, it, it's like got a different sound as well. Like at first, we couldn't hear that it was you, which I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's I, I mean it to me. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean because when we were writing it, I, I was singing in the normal Amy tone, and Ed was the one that said, "Can you can you go up a register?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can." And I I kind of surprised myself, I guess. Um, and Ed was just sort of saying, this sounds really good with you singing up there. So Yeah, you sound um, high. No, I'm glad you, you said that. It. Because you could see in one of the videos that you posted, like he was sort of coaching you, and that's what I was wondering whether it would be with um, his his assistance. But it's amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm been looking forward to this song being released for quite some time. 
Um, and of course, now that it's actually out, you don't have everyone going, tell us about the Ed song. Tell us about the Ed <laughs> oh, song. Oh, yes, because we used to well, do that to you all the time. that's one big reason, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. with Ed? I know I probably, I mean, I posted that photo when I thought the, that my, that I guess songs were going to roll out like usual, but then, you know, COVID hit, so uh, yeah. I had to keep everyone waiting. Oh, that's right, because we asked about it. It was oh, ages, yeah, ages ago. ago. And ages you're ago. like, yeah. nah, we're just hanging out. We're like, no, you're not. When you say it's a different sound, which it, it is a different sound for you, I remember Nickelback saying the music that we make is isn't actually the music that we listen to. It's just what sells records. What what do you, do you like rap? Do you like heavy metal? What does Amy Shark listen to when she's not Amy <laughs> Shark? And- it's pretty sad, actually. I do listen to so many of my own demos, but that's probably because I just, I'm always writing um, and I'm always kind of <laughs> working. Um, but but no, I, I listen to heaps of different things. I love like, I love sort of old school R&B. I love a lot of acoustic stuff. I love a lot of punk. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of depends what, what mood I'm in. I've been, I don't know, I've hit a stage where I'm like, I love Nora Jones and I love Ooh. like really oh, chill yes. shit. Yeah. So um, I've been not, not boring, just really chilled lately. Now, um, we've heard that, uh, and, and a lot, this happens with a lot of people, that you move into Sydney because it's just easier with work. You know, the more successful you get, you've you got to catch less planes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you put your house on the Goldie on the market, uh, or to rent, I think someone said you were doing it, do you keep photo frames and stuff up, or do you have to clean out any trace that it's your house so people don't get weird about it? <laughs> um, yeah, so that that was my first place that I ever bought. I obviously clear out everything. I definitely don't leave photos of my family up on the wall. Um, (laughs) Everything's in storage. Yeah, yeah. right. No, I mean, like, you know, when they have open inspections and if you're still living there for Mm. the open inspection, because you know how usually the real estate comes, so you hide the cat you've been lying about and you take the dog next door. Like if if you're so here's all my music awards. No, yeah. She's not gonna do that. Or did you did you move out of the house before people came looking through it? Yeah, it was done a little. It was oh, done a bit differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was well gone. Um, out of the house, and then um, she's not Tina Arena. Sort of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tina Arena did it recently, and everyone knew it was her house. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then we brought it up, and it was. Yeah, she but she's was... like, "It's fake news, guys! It's fake news!" And we're like, "We don't oh, care." Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they took no it worries. off. They took it off realestate.com the next day. Of you and your mum. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. my fake mum. You can't tell me though that the real estate agent, when, oh. when they're selling it, be like, "Now look." You're the only people I'm telling, so I don't tell anyone. <laughs> well, look, I mean, it does end up somewhere on the internet, which kind of is a bit of a, you know, when you see it rock up on the on the internet, you're like, okay, someone's, like, been talking. But, yeah. you know, there's, there's not much you can do. You can you can either cry about it or just get get on. So, Are you going to make an appearance on The Voice? Because Keith has been announced that he's one of um, the judges, judges on there. Mm. And it's great because it's like we shut our borders so all these people can't go back overseas. So it's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to make an appearance um, on it with him? I don't. I don't know. I, I guess um, I, I would love to, but it it all just depends on what Keith has coming out. He might have another single. He might have some stuff going on. I, I'm not too sure. I just um, kind of just do what I'm told. But I love that whole setup. I think it's really fun, and and I'm stoked that Keith is is on it because I think he's really interesting to watch when he sort of, you know, critiques people and and stuff. So I think it'll be a really good season with him and Guy. Yeah, it's a good lineup, and Jessica Malboy and Rita Ora. And Malboy, yeah, it'd be yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. And we were hearing that um, with this collab, because everyone's doing a feat uh, these days. With um, listen to you doing feet. feet and doing feet, <laughs> that that feet guy, he's great. Um, was it Russell Crowe that got you in contact with Ed Sheeran? Is that how all that worked, or how did that happen? 
Yeah, yeah, he um he's just been such a great sort of um champion behind my music and he sent Ed my um album Love Monster and then yeah, he he kind of said I think Ed's going to hit you up and I was like definitely not holding my breath and then and then he did and I thought someone was pranking me. I thought it was a friend and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe's hooking everyone up with everyone. He's like that's his He's like a matchmaker. He yeah, loves it. Yeah, mm. yeah, matchmaker well, he's, for like he's got this He's got this like metaphor, and it's pretty cool actually. He's like, when we rise, we bring people up with with us, and 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 he he does that for upcoming a- actors and actresses, mm. and he, he he really just does everything he can to put you know anyone trying to do something cool in the world like he puts them in the in the spotlight, and I don't know, it's just a cool like it's just a lovely thing that he sort of goes out of his way to do. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant because many people wouldn't when you're that high up. He's also fr- a frightening man. Yeah, just because he hates you, but he wouldn't recognise <laughs> you now, so it'd be fine. Amy, have you seen Maddie's new hairdo? I have. I'm into it, man. I, I'm into that kind of, like, criminal look. I think it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well put. That's okay. a good compliment. No, I like yep. it as well. I'm with Amy. I think it looks better. Into it in what way, Amy? Like, as in, like, he's a you... criminal doing good for himself? Or... Yeah, I'm into, like, bad boys. So I think, like, you know, like that prison break kind of vibe. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think, and you've got like nice eyebrows and eyes, and I think it like complements your face more. Settle now. down. We're both married, oh, Amy, stop and we're on the air. Because I always always look at his hair and go, "That's just too high maintenance." Yeah. Like you just know that he's just put yeah, his beard much, oil man. on and you know washed his when hair. When you don't and have to, it. as well. Some mm. days I'm like, "Why did I start this hairstyle? It's killing me." Like you know, <laughs> but um, so when you can just shave your head, just do it, bro. Embrace it. Mm. I know, I'm hot. Thank you. That's not yeah. uh, what you said, said at all. That. Neither. At all. No one, no one said that. Well, yeah. I didn't even think In it. In fact, we said you're a criminal, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A hot criminal. <laughs> there you go. We'll Ruined send my that. day. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> um, the other person, everyone wants to work with you at the moment, Billie Eilish's brother who produced her album. You're making music with him too? Um, oh. uh, did someone say that? We've done it again. <laughs> we do this to you every time. Uh, no, I, I have spoken to Phineas and it's like we, we've, you know, we, we've been in conversations about that. Um, obviously, he's, he's the producer and brother, brother of the biggest artist in the world right now. So mm. I kind of have to fit in with him very similar to um, Ed. So it's, you know, hopefully one day because I think he's like, super talented and just mm. an absolute lovely human being. Hey, Amy, can I give you a piece of advice? Never commit a murder because you are a <laughs> liar. <laughs> That's coming from a criminal. Yeah, I know. I know. My heart just sank then. <laughs> so, I, didn't, I thought that was... Ad- oh, no, it would be exciting. And I always oh, go... Yeah, right. Their yeah. sound is so... You know when you kind of go, people like make fellow trends, their sound seems to create mm. trends mm. as well. Mm. So, yeah. That yeah. Be yeah. But everyone True. wants to work with you too because you are so different yourself. Mm. So everyone wants to get a little oh, piece of the guys. shark. Who would be your um, ideal? If if someone could just pick up the phone and say, I want to work with... I mean, Dolly Parton would have to be on a lot of people's list, but who would be... Dolly Parton would be definitely up there. But you know what? Like, I actually think I would sound really good with Post Malone. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All the weekend I think we as both well? play guitar, yeah. and, mm-hmm. like, I think we just have a bit of that singer-songwriter, but... but Chuck in a couple of R&B little hooks there, and I think it would sound really sexy. Oh, you do like males that look like criminals, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, him and Keith Urban are really good mates. They make Keith. I know. Keith get that I happening. Know. Are they? 
Yeah. Well, hey, look, there's a method to my madness, guys. <laughs> Just yes, working your way yes. through. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure, Amy. This is a, a really great song, and it is great to have it on the air. Love songs um, ain't for us with Keith Urban. Um, Amy Shark, appreciate it. Great to chat. Thank you, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt's DNA or dating. Oh, it's back. All of Brisbane loves to play along to this game, DNA or dating, where we have to work out whether the subject couple in the studio are in a relationship or related. Uh, And today it's possibly brother and sister or boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm going to get you, Maddie, to lock in right now before we say hello just by looking at them because people have gone on the Instagram and they've made their decision. Uh. Just by looking, what do you want to lock in now? I would say that you're dating because you do not look similar at all. Mm. All right. Lachlan, Alicia, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) But I need to ask questions. I know you do. I'm 100% successful. I just wanted to know. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to ask you guys a series of questions here. uh, And by your answers, we are going to make a judgment on whether you're uh, related or in a relationship. You may go first, Abby Coleman. um, What do you do for work or are you studying? A bit of both. Um, Working as a peer support worker and studying for that job as well. Right. Right. And what about yourself? Um, I'm studying, start studying, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm doing business administration and medical. All right, so they didn't meet at work. Uh, Mm. They're both very professional sort of Mm -hmm. degrees, you know? You mean so, they went to uni and you didn't, so of course they're professional. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's what yeah, I meant. Yeah, they could yeah. have said anything at uni. And oh, you also, went, oh, wow. There's also a dummy in every relationship, like I'm the dummy in mine. Right. Stab, you're up. Okay. Uh, Alicia. Yeah. Who is your favourite member of your family? Mum. That was quick. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. Okay. Lachlan, who's yours? Mum. Is that the same mum, though? No, everyone says their mum. Um, okay. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> well, most people do, because Dad would get it if you said Mum. He'd like, he would yeah, never be no, like, no, what no, yeah, yeah, He'd be like, I get it. No, I don't want to cross her either. Mum is as well for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the big ones here. So, Lachlan, are you sexually satisfied with your life? Uh, define that. Would you, <laughs> do you get enough in a week? Would you prefer more, or do you think you're you're hitting the mark? I mean, a bit more couldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, a bit more wouldn't hurt. And what about you, Alicia? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fully satisfied? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'd say that I am. I don't know. Everyone wants more and more time, don't they, really? Yeah, no one's ever got so. plenty to break. Yeah. yeah. Could you hold hands for me, you guys? Oh. But why? I just want to read some body language. Mm. He, when he when he gets really stuck, he, he likes oh. to go physical because he thinks he can That's ask. It's a very it. awkward handhold. Or yeah. are they Do not it want to be doing that. I think they're making it up. Yeah, that was too awkward. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's confusing. Who would you say is your hall pass? What's a hall pass? Like, oh, okay, wait, how do I. That's an no, old one celebrity thing. you're allowed to sleep with. Mm. Mine's Dylan O'Brien. Who's Dylan O'Brien? You're looking at me for who is that? <laughs> um, he plays as Styles in Teen Wolf. Oh, okay, oh. all right, okay. Young person's hall pass. Mm. Yeah, but they don't even say hall pass anymore. No, just someone they'd like. It's just a celebrity crush. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're gorgeous. Okay, mum, you got that. <laughs> Why is that hall pass? By the way, uh, it's a thing in America that you get a hall pass. You can go yeah. wherever you want. Oh, okay. See, I'm ready to go just straight off that body language. Yeah, you are. What, you're going to look in sibling? Yeah. 
the way the uh, Alicia's eyes, like she was pretty close to vomiting when she touched <laughs> Lachlan's hand. She was, yeah, but thanks. was she doing that deliberately? Maybe they had a fight in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's a like, pretty small elevator. It is. Yeah, I mean, you're hard to read, Lachlan, because you're very straight faced. Like you're, I would say, commit a murder because I reckon it'd be hard to interrogate. It's, you. it's I'll be too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what are you locking in there, Absin? Well, I don't know because I would say the same as Maddie that you'd have to say siblings, right? Because they didn't like the, the... hand holding. Mm. Uh... What do you guys like with money? <laughs> what do you are you yeah. do you like to splurge? You uh, do you like to save, Lachlan? Um, a ridiculous impulse buyer. Mm. Okay, what's yeah. the like the craziest impulse thing you've bought? Probably a car. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, right. wow. actually, no, my motorbike. Mm. Yeah. Motorbike. What about you? A bit of both. If I go to the shops and see a sale, I'm straight in there. Mm. Yep. But I do like saving. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'll lock in too. Yeah. Mm. I'm ready to go. Can okay, we pull the band aid and we do it right now? Okay. You are siblings. Yes, you are siblings. Just for fun, I'll go dating. What are you guys? Neither. What do you mean, neither? We're engaged. <laughs> Dating. Ah, <laughs> so you are. Well, I'm not dating, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, I got one right and you didn't. Suck it. Oh, sorry, really... that's really exciting. Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> You've destroyed me. Can you hold hands now? Because that was awkward. There you, there you guys you planned go. that, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Oh, they threw you. <laughs> really? Man, I'm going to like this. It really, really one. did look like you could... See, be revolted by nothing more than his naked body. That was very impressive, the way you did that. How long have you guys been uh, engaged for, then? Just over a year. Over a Just year? over a year. Yeah. And been together for how long? Four years. Wow. Four years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, well done, guys. There's a line on her finger, though. Uh, oh, is that, is that why you were holding it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, check them out online. You can see the Instagram page now. Uh, B105 Brisbane. Lachlan and Alicia, well done. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. So we want to be tricked right now. We would like couples out there to to come in and surprise us. So maybe you are a grandma and you've got a very young toy boy. So yeah. You could be like grandma <laughs> or dating. That would be fun. Or maybe your two cousins that are dating. Because that's oh, okay. allowed. Yeah. Yeah, we want... To- Let's not say freaky. We want something mm. super different. Freaky. Yeah, I say yeah, you freaky. Want freaky. Yeah, he yeah. wants freaky. You he want wants freaky. to be like, yeah. no way, I didn't get it. Because Maddie's got them all right. So we really Bye need train. you to go Bye out train. on a limb. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe you are just grandma, grandma and, grandson, and grandson. And you're like, we're going to pretend we're dating to mm. trick us. All right. It is time to turn this thing up. Uh, if you guys want to play DNA or dating, send us a message right now on the Stav, Abby and Matt Facebook page. We'd love to get you in. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history, mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and one million? 
as the rain falls across the city. It did fall. It stopped now. <clears throat> yep, it's all it's stopped. stopped mid-air. <laughs> Hanging there. It's like the Matrix out Waiting. there. Waiting, exactly. It's like, oh, I need to land. Thank mm. you. The whole city waits, bated breath, to find out whether greatness will be achieved today on the 19th of February. 2021. A number has been generated by a computer between one and one million. There is only one person in the world who knows it. Her name is Siobhan, the executive producer, and possibly you. I yeah. think it's going to happen today. Do you think? Yeah. They used to know her as Deb. Now they refer to her as Deb the Great uh, from <laughs> Eight Mile Plains. Morning. Good morning. How did you come up with your number that you're about to give us? It's my date of birth. Okay. okay. Good one. Good one. Now, Deb, we always ask this of people because a huge responsibility mm. is going to be put on your shoulders uh, as the chosen person who's picked the number between one and one million. Are you ready for your life to be completely turned upside down? Oh, more than ready. Yeah. You know, you'll have to, people will be stopping you on the street, wanting yep. photos and everything. That's cool. Yeah. There might be a parade. Yep. I don't think there might be. I think there will be. You know, there will be a parade. Yeah. There will be a parade. There's no mites. No mites. Well, this is going to be a big celebration because this will mean mm. that's your, your birthday tomorrow. It is my birthday tomorrow. Right. It's the big birthday too. I'm half century old. Wow. Wow. And turning fifty. Alrighty. Are we ready, everybody? Yes. Here we go. It is time to see if Deb from Eight Mile Plains is right. Give us your number exactly. Two zero zero two seven one. So 200,271. Now, she's never done this before, but Siobhan has come into the studio. Oh, that's a that sign. must mean oh, that something. That is a sign, yeah. are you, So, are you, how are you feeling there, Deb? I'm, um, yeah, shaking in the car. Okay, here we go. Is this the number between one and one million? Yes. Deb, I have no birthday present for you. It is not. Was she close? I don't know. You said that was was close. Sorry, Deb. Not even close. Not even close. Sorry, Deb. Sorry, Deb, but happy birthday for tomorrow. Yeah. The 20th of the 2nd. 1971. I didn't, yep. want, I didn't want to do that, Deb. I mean, I know you said it before, <laughs> but I just thought, you know. How many? 50? Oh, and look at that. The rain just started up again, up again, Deb. It literally, yeah. it literally it? started up look just then. Uh, once a week. It's crying. <laughs> it is crying. <laughs> one guess. Can you pick the number between one and one million here with Stab, Abby and Matt? Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There we go. That's the podcast. Peace. See you. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.